Hi everyone, it's Ian Macbeth from The Landlord Page, here to record a special episode on this week's podcast. Got some interesting stuff that I wanted to go through with everyone, but first of all, I just wanted to say thanks for all our listeners, all the landlords, property investors, and anyone that's just generally interested in the podcast. As we say in the clip, we're trying to make a podcast that's a great place for landlords and property investors to visit without being directly sold to. So on this week's episode, we thought as it's come to the end of the year, it'd be a great opportunity to talk about what happens next year, maybe a little summary on what's happened this year, but really get stuck into what people are likely to see with their equity growth, price values, and what might happen in the rental market as well in the early part of the year. So I've got the Zoopla House Price Index, which was published on the 20th of December in front of me to run through some statistics. I'm also gonna talk about some of the recent topics, things like inflation, uh, base rate changes and what's going on with the buy-to-let mortgages. So this episode is a shorter one than usual. It's myself, Ian Macbeth on my own, but hopefully there's enough data, information that people are going to get some great value from this. And first and foremost, we want to wish everyone a happy Christmas and hopefully everyone has a happy new year as well. So let's get stuck into it. We've got the Zoopla House Price Index. This is a report which comes out every month. Now, what's interesting is they have a lot of data. Um, and as a data geek myself, I'm able to digest that data and then hopefully translate it. So what we're seeing at the moment is that they are reporting in the last 12 months, so for 2021, the average house price has increased by 16,000 pound across the UK. We're actually seeing over 15.7 million homes rising in excess of 15,000 pounds in 2021, showing that property is still one of the best places to build equity, to build value, and to obviously invest your money. Now, there are huge levels of demand, and that has been really the case for the last 18 months, pretty much since the um, housing minister opened up the first lockdown back in 2020. We probably think that this is down to an increase of money coming into the economy with the likes of furlough and also with people not having the ability to actually spend money at the moment too. However, lifestyles have changed and because lifestyles have changed over the last 18 months and especially this year, people working from home and not needing to be in certain locations, people needing playrooms, um, people wanting gardens, needing home offices, sometimes needing two home offices in properties, this has really seen a lot of traction with the housing market. One thing that I forecast personally when stamp duty was coming to an end, actually back in October 2020 when we didn't realise it was going to be extended, is that we would see a shortage of properties hitting the market. A lot of doom and gloom reports did say across the media and other industry experts as well that there'd be a very good chance that the market would fall off a cliff after the stamp duty holiday tax had come to an end. However, in reflection, I felt that this was probably going to be very, very different to that. And if we recap to why, we had interest rates dropping significantly with mortgage lenders. We had people needing to move home for a variety of different reasons. We had money in the economy without being able to spend it. But most significantly, we had high loan to values that we hadn't experienced in the early part of the year. 90% loan-to-value mortgages, 95% loan-to-value mortgages started to creep back in at the early start of 2021. And this meant we were moving into a first-time buyer's market. And that is why we felt that prices would continue to increase after stamp duty holiday tax had come to an end. 
significantly seeing less properties on the market, demand increasing, meant only one thing when you look at it logically. And that is exactly what's happened. And we, depending on which reporting outlet you look at, I've seen anywhere from 11 to 12% increases in the average house price in the home counties and across the core of England. Taking London to one side, taking Scotland to one side, that's effectively the average house price increase that we're seeing. Now, demand is showing in 2021 versus 2020 an increase of 15.7%. And the number of sales agreed, Zoopla is reporting, is an increase of 12.7%. So we've actually agreed a lot more sales in 2021 compared to 2020, which I think is fairly obvious. And we would have expected that seeing that the housing market was closed for a significant amount of time. But demand is up and that's the key thing supply of new properties coming to the market is down nearly 10% at 9.5%. And the actual stock of homes for sale is down a third at 33.2%. So with demand being up, with supply of new properties coming to the market being down, and because properties are selling so quickly, there is a third less properties compared to this time last year for people to actually select and buy that clearly means that prices are likely to continue to increase. So as we get onto the next subject, we need to talk about the base rate. The base rate has obviously just increased from 0.1%, which was the lowest on all time record, to 0.25%, which is actually the joint second lowest in all time records. So it's not a significant increase. And actually, I think if you look at the Sky Sports News, uh, Sky Sports News, the Sky News update, I should say, what we did see is they put a hike as their kind of clickbait statement. We have to be really, really careful with the media over the next six months. The media do have a way of using negative articles or trying to create negative articles out of something that they don't know much about. Now, an increase of 0.1% to the base rate, I don't think will have a significant impact. And actually, I spoke to Akil Mir, who was um, on the podcast, one of the first episodes we did, if not the first episode when we started this podcast, to get his insights. And he actually felt, from a quote perspective, that we are likely to see mortgage lenders keeping their interest rates very competitive. He doesn't expect them to hike and increase that much in recent months or in coming months. So that in itself was quite interesting. Now, if you actually look at across the board, what a lender's doing at the moment, as we sit here in towards the end of December, we're actually interestingly seeing the higher loan to value rates. They are actually still going down, which means people with five and 10 and 15% deposits, the banks are still very keen to increase those to their client database. That means that they're looking to lend at higher loan to values, which means they've clearly got confidence in the property market over the next couple of years. And actually what they're cleverly doing, the low loan to value rates, so the 60% loan to values and the 70% loan to values or 75, they're actually starting to put those up, which is probably where they're trying to capitalize on remortgage deals that are happening at the moment. So if you are thinking of remortgaging your portfolio, what I would say at the moment is do it quickly because it might be the cheapest time you've got to remortgage your portfolio as they start to put those high loan to values, um, low loan to values, up slightly to capitalize on those remortgages. But clearly the banks are still feeling very confident in the market, which is a good sign. Uh, base rate has obviously gone up. Inflation is reported at 5.1% at the moment as well. 
I think we're all intelligent and to, enough to know that probably inflation is actually much higher than that, but that's the reporting statistics. If inflation continues to increase and maybe we see it get to 6 or 7% in the early part of next year, then there is a chance that that will have a slight impact on the market and maybe just slow the rate of growth slightly, which in reality, are we going to see the prices increase next year as much as they have done this year? I don't think so personally. Are they going to increase, increase next year? Absolutely. We're definitely going to see house prices go up next year because the data shows it, the economics show it, and the statistics are reading exactly that to happen, at least in Q1 and Q2. Um, I think with inflation rate, it will always have the question marks, but the people that put the question marks out there are very often the same people that are unlikely to proceed with a purchase or to invest in property. So I wouldn't be too concerned with the media articles that come out. Now, the key thing for me is demand. Demand being up nearly 16% on year on year. It shows that even though the stamp duty holiday tax is not there, demand is still very high. Where is demand? pretty much in family homes at the moment. Um, we're seeing people moving for school reasons. We're about to see the lockdown baby boom have a significant impact in the property market as well. Everyone that's had babies in lockdown and now getting to that point where they're thinking about schools, transition and size of properties. We've got um, the managing director of the DPS on our next uh, podcast episode. I think it's going to be our next episode. Um, we're just waiting for sign off on the final recording. And one of the interesting statistics that he spoke about is that there are much less family homes in tenancies um, coming to an end. And actually the tenancy length is increasing drastically where tenants in family homes are looking to stay put. We speak about family homes a lot on the podcast as a great place to invest. And clearly they are the properties that have increased most in value from a sales market. They're also the properties that are keeping their tenants for much longer as well. So the safe bet, easy asset to invest your money in from a property point of view at the moment is a family home, three bed terrace, three bed semi, four bed detached. That type of property is just an absolute no brainer to invest in at the moment. So time for me to get off the fence and forecast exactly what I think is going to happen in January through to July next year. My feelings based on what I'm looking at here from a data perspective is we'll probably see a 3.5 to 4% increase across those six months. And I also think we'll see a minimum of a 5% increase in rent prices, especially in those family home. That middle market is what the sales market would call the middle market. And from a rental perspective, um, the slightly higher than average rental properties, I think they will be the best places to invest your money. So if you've got the deposit to do it, Spend that little bit extra money um, and I would imagine you'll see a much, much better return on investment on the family homes. So hopefully you've enjoyed that episode. It just gives a real good insight into the data read at the moment, what might happen in the first six months of next year. What we're asking, myself, Mike and Tristan, is if there's anyone looking to invest in property out there at the moment or looking to change their portfolio, mix up the assets they've got within it, looking to sell or re-let their portfolio, or potentially looking to move from um, solo management as an individual private landlord to potentially putting their portfolio with an agent, then we would love to have that conversation with you to lend some of our advice to have some of those questions answered. And if you've just got anything that you want to know about the property market, then our hand is up to say, reach out anytime and we would love to help. 
As always, please make sure you like our platform, like our podcast, subscribe so that you can get alerts on the next episode that comes through. And if you are enjoying so far what we've done with this podcast, we would love to hear a review from you as well. Feedback is absolutely what makes us smile when we see those reviews come in. So thanks again for listening. Thanks again for watching. And until the next time, I'm Ian Macbeth from The Landlord Podcast. I hope to see you soon. I'm flicking through YouTube and through Spotify. I don't think there's a podcast or a video channel on YouTube that landlords can land on where they're not being sold something. I mean, it'd be the first time any estate agents ever asked that question, but why not ask that question to a wider audience? They agents have the knowledge there, but they don't seem to share it. You can do different episodes based around someone that wants an exit plan or someone that's just starting their portfolio. The rules change every year. Yeah. But why not just open the floor out and just say, well, is property even the best investment out there? And tax advice is a big thing, especially with everything that's changed, capital yeah. gains tax and obviously your stamp duty costs that you need to pay and whatnot. People don't realise what they need to prepare for. We build a podcast and we build a YouTube channel, somewhere that landlords can go and they feel they're not being sold to, but they're just getting quality advice.